morning and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord and King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. O faithful God, who fulfilled the promise of Easter by sending to us your Holy Spirit and opening to every tribe and nation the way of eternal life, open our lips by the same Spirit, that every tongue may tell of your glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for this day of Pentecost is from the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive, for as yet, the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. One of the most agonizing experiences we can have is to see someone suffer, especially if it is a close loved one. It is absolutely heart-wrenching. We wish we could do something to help. More devastating, perhaps, is if someone we love is suffering because of his or her lifestyle or behaviors, and they won't admit it. While there is not much we can do, still our heart aches because we love the person. How much more agonizing it was for Jesus as he attended the Feast of Tabernacles, or Booths, which is the context of our Gospel text. The Feast of Tabernacles was an eight-day commemoration and celebration of God's merciful provision as the people of Israel were brought out of captivity in Egypt and entered the wilderness on their way to the Promised Land. As the children of Israel and their livestock suffered from thirst, God commanded Moses to strike a rock in the middle of the desert, and water miraculously gushed out. God wanted to teach the Israelites, through this object lesson, that he would always provide for his people and that they should not doubt him. God then commanded them to gather once a year in Jerusalem to commemorate his abundant provision for their thirst. As you can imagine, God used this feast as an opportunity to remind them that he would satisfy their spiritual thirst in the sending of the Messiah. For a thousand years, faithful Jews made the trip to Jerusalem 
not only for the celebration, but with the hopeful expectation that Messiah might finally reveal himself at the event. Imagine the agony on Jesus' heart at this moment. For two and a half years, he has been preaching, calling people to repent because God's kingdom was at hand. He performed miracles as signs for people to see that he is indeed the promised Savior. He openly stated that he is the fulfillment of Scripture's prophecy, that he was sent by the Father to redeem the world from sin. Yet most, especially the religious leaders, rejected him. John notes in the same chapter of his gospel that even Jesus' own brothers rejected him at this time. I can only imagine how much it hurt Jesus to be rejected by his own family. Nevertheless, the compassionate heart of Jesus flowed living water. Now, as Jesus is in the midst of temple celebrations with water pouring out all around the altar, trumpets sounding, people singing loudly, Jesus stands up and cries out even louder, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Once again, Jesus demonstrates the love and compassion of God. God wants all of his creation to be saved. Therefore, Jesus will not give up. He calls out to all who are spiritually thirsty to come to him. He boldly claims that he is the source of salvation. He is the true water of life. John adds that Jesus said these things about the Spirit whom those who believe in him were to receive. The day of Pentecost, recorded in Acts 2, was a fulfillment of Jesus' word because, as of this Feast of Booths, the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Feast of Tabernacles in our text is just six to seven months before the next feast, the Feast of Passover. It was the last feast that Jesus would attend. By the end of Passover, Jesus was the sacrificial lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. Here, Jesus would be glorified by the Father as he was crucified, bearing the sin, death, and spiritual thirst of all creation as our substitute under God's righteous wrath and condemnation. So we could have spiritual life and our thirst quenched. Meditate on this. The one who is the source of living water suffered such thirst, was so dehydrated during the whole ordeal on our behalf that his tongue stuck to his jaw. As the fountain of life died on the cross and a soldier pierced his abdomen, blood and water flowed out of his lifeless body to cover sin and give life to all who would believe that he is the Savior of the world. Jesus' atonement for sin was for all. Jesus gives his Holy Spirit to all who drink from him, believe his gospel, and receive him through the promises of his word and sacraments. One could say that each Sunday is a Feast of Tabernacles. Each Sunday is a Feast of Pentecost. You, beloved, receive the Holy Spirit as you hear 
in a language you can understand the good news of Jesus as the living water who satisfies your spiritual thirst. You know, people throughout the world today are hearing the gospel proclaimed in their own heart language just as they did on the day of Pentecost. It is only through the Holy Spirit's saving work that anyone is able to recognize their spiritual thirst. Come to Jesus and receive his merciful forgiveness in the waters of baptism, in the words of absolution, and in the very body and blood of Jesus that was shed for them on Calvary's cross. The Holy Spirit is the one who keeps you in this faith in Jesus. The law of God and life itself reminds you of your spiritual thirst. The problem is that your sinful nature will always want to turn away from Jesus and deny your thirst or search for spiritual fulfillment from other places. It was July 30th, 1945, and the battlecruiser USS Indianapolis was returning home from a mission. On the way back, it was struck by a Japanese torpedo. Sadly, this ship didn't make it home. In fact, in just 12 minutes, 300 men died and 900 were in the water. Those in the water went on to endure four days and five nights in it. No food, no water, and under the blazing sun of the Pacific. Of that 900 that went into the water, only 316 survived the lack of water and the shark attacks. One of the survivors was the chief medical officer. He recorded his experiences and said this, There was nothing I could do, nothing I could do but give advice. Bury the dead at sea, save the life jackets, and try to keep the men from drinking the water. When the hot sun came out and we were in this crystal clear ocean, we were so thirsty. You couldn't believe it wasn't good enough to drink. I had a hard time convincing the men they shouldn't drink. The real young ones, you take away their hope, you take away their water and food, and they would drink the salt water, and they would go fast. I can remember striking the ones who were drinking the salt water to try to stop them. They would get dehydrated and then become maniacal. Beloved, as your pastor, I cry out to you as Jesus did in our gospel text. Do not deny your brokenness and spiritual thirst. Do not pretend that everything is okay as you secretly try to hide your guilt and shame and pain. Please, Do not try to fill emptiness in your soul with unhealthy relationships. Consume your life and time working for things that eventually are destroyed. Or mask your pain through the excessive use or abuse of things this world surrounds us with, such as drugs and alcohol. Rather, beloved, come. Hear the invitation of Jesus. Come to Jesus, the living water, and receive his mercy. Drink deeply. Drink often. He will fill you, not with just a trickle or a little stream of water, but with an overflowing river of his Holy Spirit. Jesus quenches our spiritual thirst and enables us to be rivers of living water. Refreshed and renewed from Jesus' heart of living water, out of your redeemed heart flows the Holy Spirit like a raging river of mercy to go with God's benediction and be a blessing to your family, to your neighbors, to wherever you work, and share the mercy that you have received freely. Help your family, help your neighbor, help those with whom you work. Support efforts of mission and mercy. That is what the first Christians did. And when the Spirit provides you the opportunity, you can speak to them about Jesus. 
You can invite them to drink of Jesus. You can invite them to join you here, where Jesus will fill them with rivers of living water too. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, sent by the Father, ignite in us your holy fire, strengthen your children with the gift of faith, reignite your church with the breath of love, and renew the face of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.